Porn Free Radio, episode 113. I'm inhabiting a place of becoming the type of man who does not look at porn instead of practicing behaviors that keep me from looking at porn. Welcome to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast where motivated guys who want to quit looking at porn get hope and take action. Even if you feel lost right now or out of control, you can recover and live a meaningful life, free from shame and full of love. Now here's your host, coach and podcaster, Matt Dobschutz. Welcome back to Porn Free Radio. I realize it's been a couple of weeks, but it's a beautiful spring day here in Chicago, and I'm feeling inspired this morning. And the inspiration for today's show came through a listener. And it came through a Facebook Messenger exchange that I had with John. And I can't wait to share John's aha moment that he had uh, in his recovery. And I think he's about 80 days in or so of, of being porn and masturbation free. And he had a great aha moment that I wanted to share with you today. And I think it'll really help you. It's a great mindset shift. And I'm going to share that in just a second. I want to say that Porn Free Radio is made possible by listener support, listeners like you. If Porn Free Radio and the content that we do here has been valuable for you and has really helped in your recovery, consider giving a gift to Porn Free Radio, give back. And it helps us get the message out. It helps us prioritize recording podcasts and paying for hosting and things like that. Uh, if you've been inspired by Porn Free Radio, go to pornfreeradio.com slash contribute and set up a one-time gift or a monthly pledge. Well, let's get into this exchange with John. So just to give you a little back uh, backstory, uh, I think in February, John reached out and we exchanged uh, uh, a message, you know, in, in Facebook, you know, how fa- Facebook works, there's that messenger app. And, uh, and I think he joined our our Recovered Men uh, Facebook group, which is a private Facebook group for listeners of Porn Free Radio. And then he actually sent a friend request to me. And and I'm in the habit of accepting friend requests from guys who listen or from guys who are networking uh, and involved in internet marketing or, or entrepreneurship, just because I think it's, it's good to connect with people who are like-minded. And so uh, John sent me a friend request and I actually went to his uh, Facebook page and he uh, likes a rap band that I like uh, called Run the Jewels, or, or at least he had it as his background. And so I figured, you know, he's a listener of Porn Free Radio. He uh, likes Run the Jewels. So we have a lot in common. So uh, good guy to connect with. And so we connected and he uh, wrote a note. He said, hey, Matt, thanks for accepting my request. I love the Porn Free Radio show. And it's been an instrumental part of helping with my recovery. I took your advice and created the eight-step recovery plan, and as of today, I am on day 81, being porn and masturbation-free. Keep up the important work you're doing. It makes a difference. And he's talking about episode 96, pornfreeradio.com slash 96. I talk about the the eight essential components of a porn-free plan, and it's, it's just basically a, a, a list of things that a healthy plan would have. So uh, John took that to heart and he put those things together and obviously he's having some good results. And so I, I wrote, Hey, wow, that's great to hear. 
and I asked him, I like to ask people this when they, when they share a story like that, they're, they're taking action is what's been working for you. And I'd love to hear if there's any aha moments that have helped. So I asked that and he said, Hey, thanks. The aha moment for me was perhaps more of an, a, a, a progressive epiphany. When I first started my journey, I was studying lots of porn-based literature, studies, nofap blogging, podcast listening, etc. And while I still do some of those things, they are measurably less, as I have concerted my efforts into a different focus. The focus being daily investment in building my character. I know you're familiar with the Miracle Morning, that has, and that has become my daily routine. So Miracle Morning is by Hal Elrod. It's a book on Amazon. It's all about how to get a morning routine. So uh, John writes, I spend approximately 100 minutes every morning to start each day reading, writing, meditating, affirmations, visualization, exercise, and thanksgiving. The turning point for me with recovery came with the realization that what you behold is what you become. And that if my focus is constantly on porn, even if it's recovery steps in literature, that I would always be in recovery as opposed to being recovered, as your Facebook group states uh, such apropos. I don't even know what that means, but that's what he said. I am inhabiting a place of becoming the type of man who does not look at porn instead of practicing behaviors that keep me from looking at porn. I find that becoming the the man naturally aligns my character, and I am therefore inhabiting that behavior. I think those are diametrically different approaches to recovery, and I'm focusing on who I am becoming. As a result, I'm living as that man. It is no longer a daily struggle for me, battling temptation, avoidance behavior, hobby enthusiasm, or the like. This was and is my breakthrough or aha realization. So I was really inspired by this. Uh, John really nails something I think is key to even what I like to think of as as our focus here on Porn for Radio. I, I... I kind of get bored sometimes with just these sort of porn avoiding strategies. A thing that, that happens a lot, um, a lot of times I'll ask guys a plan, what their plan is. And I'm expecting to hear some cool things that they're doing like this. Like, I love this, the hundred minutes every morning where he's reading and writing and having Thanksgiving and exercise. Like I'm excited by that. That sounds cool. But, but inevitably, when, when I say, what's your plan, a guy will start talking about, well, I have this filtered and I have this cut off and I cut, you know, and I don't do this and I don't do that. And it's like, it's like this laundry list of all these things he doesn't do and rules. And I'm just like, gosh, that just doesn't seem like living. Uh, it's not, it, it, there's no energy in that. It's like, what are you moving towards? You know, even sometimes, you know, I do a coaching exercise a lot where I ask guys, what are you moving towards? You know, 
And guys inevitably will say, well, I don't want to feel shame anymore. Or I, uh, I don't want to feel controlled by my addiction anymore. And all the, uh, all the things that they think they're moving towards are not feeling something, not something not happening. And I'll ask, I'll say, can you think of a positive way to say that? What does it mean to live without shame? Like, what's the opposite of that? Is it contentment? Is it being okay in your own skin? Is it, uh, you know, what is it? Is it having integrity? What are you moving towards? Because a lot of times when we think about recovery, you know, we usually back into it. Our back gets against the wall. We, we get caught by our wives or, or we just hit a rock bottom moment. And so we start at kind of a deficit. We don't feel confident. We don't feel energized. We actually feel scared. And so a lot of our original things that we do are all out of fear. You know, we clamp down, we, you know, we're not going to, we're going to get rid of our iPhone or we're going to put a filter on, or it's, there's this fear base. Now, some of that's helpful. Sometimes we have to set boundaries. It's kind of like when you get in a, a scary situation where you have to take action. Let's say you were in a, in a, a battle in, in war or something and you have, and you're in a foxhole, you know, you don't have time to think through every situation and, and do self-care. You have to just sometimes survive. And so some of us start recovery that way, but you can't live that way. Just, uh, going, um, cold Turkey, just, uh, um, just, you know, cutting everything out without having anything to move towards. So I, I just love the way John put this in this idea that he's focusing his efforts on investing in his character, that investing in the man who he wants to be. And, you know, it doesn't mean you, you don't have boundaries. It doesn't mean that you don't use tools to deal with pornography, but that can't be your only focus, just not doing the thing. I mean, if all your focus is not doing the thing, you're going to want to do the thing still. I, I, my uh, friend Scott put it this way. He's a mountain biker. And he noticed this pattern when he went down a trail fast. If he, if he focused on the trail and where he was going, he would stay on the path. But if he ever put too much focus on a rock that he saw, he would instinctively start sh driving towards it. Like, it's like whatever he put his focus on is what he ended up moving towards. And that's how it is a little bit in, in recovery for us. When we put our focus on, our, on, our, on who we want to be and who we're becoming, we're likely to hit it. If we put our focus only on the porn, we're likely to hit it. So John's saying that he's putting his daily investment in building his character. He actually had this, uh, this other line. He said, you know, what you behold is what you become. Now, uh, being a Christian, the first thing I think of is there's a, a famous verse in 2 Corinthians uh, that talks about, uh, it says, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. 
And we all with unveiled faces behold the glory of the Lord and are being transformed into the same image. So it's this idea of as we come, you know, come and, and, and seek the Lord that we behold the glory and we're transformed, that we become what we're beholding. And I think that that thing does happen in recovery too, that, um, you know, for those of you who believe in God, there's this aspect of what we put our focus on, what we, what we value, you know, what we treasure is what becomes the truth for us. And what you behold is what you become. And I don't, you know, that's, that's how John said it. And I think that's a great principle. And so if, if, if you're just focused on, um, on just porn and, and even porn recovery in some ways, um, it's not full living. It's not the full, um, the extent of who you could be. And it's interesting, you know, I use the word porn addiction sometimes and, uh, but you won't typically hear me refer to myself as a porn addict. You won't particularly, you won't hear me talk, talk to you as porn addicts. Now I might've here once because it's, it's an easy way to kind of quantify this group. But one thing I don't like about that is I don't like the fact that when you say someone's a porn addict, it, it makes it seem like a definitive statement. Like this is who they are, uh, forever. And I know, you know, in the alcohol, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous, they refer to themselves as an alcoholic. Now, when someone in Alcoholics Anonymous says they're an alcoholic, they're usually saying it to other people who struggle with alcohol. And it's a way to connect and say, I'm part of this fellowship. Um, but, you know, there's guys who say I'm an alcoholic and they haven't had a drink in 30 years. So in some ways they're living life as a recovered person, but they still identify with the weakness as a way to connect and fellowship with others. And they still need tools and other healthy things to stay recovered. So their primary identity though, is not being an alcoholic who drinks, you know, it's the alcoholic who has recovery. And, um, Anyway, so that's a little bit of an offshoot, but I'm not a big fan. I like the idea of focusing on who you're becoming and making that your primary identity, making that transformation the thing you're moving towards, uh, as opposed to getting your identity about what, what you're moving away from. You know, I'm the porn-free radio guy, right? You know, like I talk about porn all the time. Well, I'm not looking at porn right now. I haven't looked at porn in six years and or more now. And um, so in some ways I spent a lot of time talking about this thing, but I don't identify with the idea of being a porn actor anymore. It's not a daily thing for me anymore. It's not the same thing. Now, do I have the weakness? Are there things that I, I can fall, uh, be tempted by? Are there... Are there places where I still need tools where I need to check in with people and have check-ins, have a plan? Yes, all those things are true. And yet I'm a different person than I was when I was looking at porn every day. I've become a different person. 
I think back to one of the early episodes of Porn for Radio, I quoted A.W. Tozer a few times. And he had this great quote, and I'm going to read it slowly because it's hard to, if you don't read it, it's hard to sort of take it in. But I want to I read it slowly so you can hear it. Uh, Tozer said this, we are all in the process of becoming. We've already moved from what we were to what we are. And we're now moving toward what we shall be. The perturbing thought is not that we are becoming, but what we are becoming. Not that we're moving, but toward what are we moving? We are becoming what we love. Now, I love this idea. He's, you know, Tozer's basically saying this idea that no matter if you like it or not, we're moving, we're becoming. We're moving from what we were uh, to what we are, and we're moving toward what we're going to be. And you shouldn't wonder about whether you're moving or not. You're moving. You know, I love that line, you know, uh, choosing not to take an action is an action. You know, if you're stuck, if you're not able to, to get um, a plan going, right, there's probably a part of you that's choosing that that there's an action that you're not taking, which in, in fact is an action. So the perturbing thought is not that we are becoming or that we're moving because those things are both happening. It's what are we moving towards? Now Tozer makes the argument of we become what we love. And he, he goes on in this, in this, this is in a book called We Are Becoming What We Love. I'm sorry, it's in a book called God Tells the Man Who Cares. Uh, but the chapter is called We Are Becoming What We Love. He goes on in that chapter to say loving wrong objects is fatal. And it's only as we, as we love right objects that we become right. When you're a man who doesn't look at porn, what, who are you? What do you do in life? How, you know, what are the things that you value? Do you value integrity? Do you, val do you value um, other people as image bearers of 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 God's image? Do you value healthy relationships? Um, do you not want secrets, right? It's like, what does that man love? Think about those things. And so I love this idea of inhabiting the place of becoming the type of man who does not look at porn. Now, again, that's sort of a, that's one of those things where uh, we're defining uh, who we want to become by what we don't want to do. So I'm breaking my own rule here. But I think you can get that idea of get a picture of in your mind of a healthy guy who doesn't look at porn. What does he value in life? What does he pursue so that porn doesn't take up that healthy place in his life? Right? Think about it. You know, if you know a guy who's had some significant recovery from porn. What does he value? Now, I'm going to actually, I'll use my myself as an example here. I'm not perfect, but I'm, I'm a man now who doesn't look at porn. So what do I do with my time? What do I do? Well, I've focused more on self-care. 
I focused more on recovery. I have been involved in groups. I've started groups to help others. I've started this podcast to help others. So those are a couple of things right there. I've focused on my own recovery. I still go to therapy. I still am involved in a one-on-one uh, men's group, kind of accountability relationship. Uh, I do fast check-ins with my wife and keep her up to date of any shifts in my sobriety or any any sort of threats. Um, there's all sorts of things I do. I do more self-care, like morning routine. Um, I've even worked on some other recovery items, like like I've worked on uh, some food addiction stuff. I've worked at being a better leader at work and in my uh, you know vocation. Uh, there's been other types of things that I've done as a result of being porn free. Uh, I mean that that idea of you know where um, you know there's been more freedom in my life because porn has been eliminated and it's given me freedom to work on other things and focus on other things. So keep that in mind. Now, um, John makes this final statement about I'm living as that man. So he's focused on that too. And he's sort of, he's doing it 80 days. That's that he's doing it. Um, it might take a while to get his stride and, and really like, you know, for it to settle in 80 days is still pretty new, but, but he's doing it. He's living that way. And if he keeps doing what he's doing, and especially if he involves others and helps others, if there's a service aspect, you know, he just talked about his morning routine, he can sustain it. And, you know, he, he says that one of the results is that he's not having the daily struggle of battling temptation or avoidance behavior or the hobby enthusiasm. I think that's sort of that compelling thing that we want to do where we get obsessed with looking up something or trying to uh, find a loophole in our, in our plan. Um, he's not suffering from some of that stuff. So it's like, it's working. That's one of the reasons why, you know, in episode 95, I talk about finding your why, you know, the why connects with your core purpose as a man. What's the meaning for you in life that you're going towards that porn is getting in the way of? What's your why? Because if you could get in touch with that, it gets easier to deal uh, with letting go of some of the behaviors. And if your focus is where you're moving, as opposed to where you're moving away from, you have a better chance of, of getting it. Well, John, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for sharing your story with us and keep us updated. I would love to hear more ahas that you get. And if anybody else has an aha that you've gotten, and that's a real mindset shift, you know, where you've, you know, I, I like how John kind of framed it as he started like we, a lot of us did, researching, trying to get information, learning about stuff. And, and he gravitated towards the studies and he gravitated towards the your brain on porn stuff and the no fap stuff. We've all done that. But at some point he's just kind of like, if I want real recovery, I need to spend some time researching who I want to be, who I want to become. I need to invest in building my character. I can't just do research like a, 
like a porn researcher. And if, and if I have one criticism about the, the overload of information about brain science and all that stuff is I don't help. I don't think it teaches guys to be better men. I don't think it helps guys build character. I think it gives them a tool, a way of looking at their brain, a way of explaining addiction. It doesn't help them become better guys. So, you know, that's a criticism. It's, you know, and and that's fine. I can, I can live with being critical a little bit, but, but um, I just think John's uh, shift has been great. So if you've had a shift, if there's been something that's been really key for you, share it with us. Let me know what it is. And I'd, I'd love to do another episode where I share another aha moment. Hey, as always, you can email me at matt at pornfreeradio.com. Let me know if there's anything you want to keep private in the email in case I want to read it on the air. I'll make one caveat. Lately, I've been getting some long emails. And while I don't mind stories and I don't mind things that you're getting from the podcast, um, if you're asking for specific advice that starts to kind of blur into that world of psychological services, um, I'm going to probably push back and say that it's just not something I can really answer. And it's not because I want to blow you off, but you know, I have a, I have kind of a boundary in the way that I do coaching um, that I'm not providing psychological services and I'm not providing therapy. I'm not talking about trauma or things from the past. I'm really focused on helping you build a plan and move forward and make decisions about what you need to do to eliminate porn. And if your email starts to kind of go into areas where you want my opinion and where you want me to sort of theorize about what might be driving some of your addiction, uh, that's where I might have to draw a line. So just keep that in mind. I want to be open. Um, guys, no one's no one's done anything wrong sending me an email. I just want to be uh, clear that as a coach and as a podcaster, there's only so much I can do uh, in an email. And um, But I welcome your emails. So matt at pornfreeradio.com is the email address. Well, guys, I want to wrap up here. Um, I want to give you guys time to become the type of men that you're becoming as opposed to just uh, listening to a recovery podcast. So go out there and start investing and start um, building into your character. All right. Until next time, guys, take hope and take action. Be good. Thanks for listening to Porn Free Radio at pornfreeradio.com. To work with Matt one-on-one, go to pornfreeradio.com forward slash coaching and help us get the word out by subscribing to Porn Free Radio in iTunes and leaving a rating and review.